Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Costco Observer. Ooh, Jesse. Uh, <laughs> I almost said Jesse Thorne. Look at me. <laughs> I, I should know. I should know what my own name is. Hey, oh, Jordan. Boy, Jordan, uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, Jordan. Maybe you should know what your own name is, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to know what my own name is, but... Look, get your act together, buddy. But I'm busy. I'm busy. Jordan, you got a college degree. Did they not teach you what your own name is? No, they didn't. (laughs) Well, that's the problem. (laughs) They just taught me what a diaspora is, and then I forgot what that was, too. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. $900,000 down the fucking toilet. Wow, I think you overpaid. Right in the commode. I think you overpaid for college, Jordan. Insult to injury. Now you do. Oh, boy. Well, I went to Costco. Yeah, how'd that go? It's great. I mean, I I absolutely love going to Costco. It's pretty much mm-hmm. at this point the only pleasure in my life. Uh huh. Um, I but go to Costco. What, what a pleasure it is! It is an I genuinely, with all my heart, love going to Costco. I go to Costco maybe quarterly. Mm-hmm. Split a membership with my mom. I go to Costco and I try and focus in on spending six hundred dollars or more. Uh-huh. Like it's a quarterly you... trip, so I buy one of everything I need sure. in my house. And then just a, a flat screen TV on the way out if you haven't met your goal. Just a little something. You know, maybe a like a What are a, the big what what are the what are what are you adding what are you adding to make that six hundred? Prime beef. Prime beef. Buy some prime beef and then I wrap it up and put it in my freezer. Gotta mm-hmm. wrap it in saran wrap first, because that gets close contact, and then you wrap that mm-hmm. in aluminum foil. Because uh, that seals. Saran wrap doesn't mm. seal. So your mm. your meat will desiccate if you only wrap it in saran wrap. I don't want that. Then, of course, label it. Mm-hmm. So that's one big one. And then I will buy uh, wine and liquor for my wife. Is she mixing wine and liquor? Yeah, it's called mixed drinks. Oh, okay. It's so. called mixed drinks. I guess you haven't been out to any classy... Places. I can't afford it. I haven't. Yeah. Affo- I can't afford it. I'm paying off these college loans. Sure, I can understand so I got that. Eight hundred thousand more dollars left. And then I guess probably just like uh, fourteen things of laundry detergent. You know those big because mm-hmm. I buy the Kirkland brand. I'm not springing for the. You know what I mean? The Tide. You're Kirkland yeah. man. I'll buy produce at Costco. How's the produce? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. If you're buying like those, you know how I feel about like an Atahualpa mango. Mm-hmm. How are uh, they? They're great. They're tremendous. These things are great. You can buy, you can buy a big thing of uh, strawberries mm. that people have suffered terribly to provide for you. <laughs> you can really taste the suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, and bananas. I'll, I'll buy. Okay. I'll buy two. Sometimes even three of these, you know, it costs maybe a dollar forty nine or something for a bunch of bananas. I can't remember yeah. how would it cost at Costco. This is, I mean, this nothing. is the, this is the, this is the big difference between the the family man and the lone man's shopping trip. When you said two or three, I thought you were going to say total bananas. <laughs> so here's the thing. That's me. I, I was like, I'm like, I'm, if I'm going banana wild this week, I'll get three. Let's say you're going bananas. Hmm. No, banana wild. <laughs> Mine for <laughs> <It's> sure. <laughs> Not called going bananas. It's called going banana wild. So, so what did you okay, so what did you observe at Costco if I'm if well, I'm I think of myself as going correctly. banana wild because I will buy mm-hmm. two and sometimes even three 
bunches of bananas. Uh, you know, I try and mix up the amount of ripeness so that they'll ripen over the yeah, course sure, of sure. That's smart. 10 days, smart. two weeks, waste, and then... You don't want to waste banana money. My kids love bananas, so, you know. Yeah. Would you say they're banana wild for them? No, I'd probably say they're bananas. Hmm. So... It's weird. I was in the produce area and I saw an older woman, Go 60, on. 65, mm-hmm. thin, small, just trying okay. to give you a picture. Yeah. Not tiny, but small. Mm-hmm. Pushing that's one a, of those hey, giant. Jesse, that's, that's a fun age. That's a fun size. Pushing one of those giant Costco carts, you know? Yep. Inside the Costco cart, I happened to look. We're only bananas. Wow. Now, I know what you're thinking, Jordan. Mm -hmm. When you say there were only bananas, you mean that she had just begun shopping and there was one thing of bananas. One one banana unit. Mm -hmm. She was headed for the checkout, Jordan. Wow. Do you think this could have been uh, an ape in disguise? Jordan, she had 12 bunches of bananas. Some sort of secret ape? I had to walk beside her to count the bunches of bananas surreptitiously. There were 12 bunches of bananas and no other items in the cart. (laughs) Just 12 bunches of bananas. As a Costco, as a Costco shopper, what are you dropping on that? What's that? What's that costing you? I mean, $20. Yeah. It it is incredible banana value. I would never dispute the Mm -hmm. banana value at Costco in a million years. This is a, a special. No one's asking you to. I had the same thought as you, Jordan. I thought, is this a gorilla in a people suit? Mm-hmm. It's the first thought I had. And if that's true, if that's true, we we've got some problems as a species. Yeah. <laughs> but um I thought about it. And I thought, look, this is a, this is a smaller, older woman. A gorilla wouldn't fit in this old woman's suit. You know what I mean? Gorillas are pretty big. Yeah. So anyway, in the end, I realize she's married. Her husband is a gorilla. Oh. So she's bringing them home to her husband because he, Mm -hmm. she probably just eats lean cuisines, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. He's the one that, yeah. He's the one that eats all the bananas. That's what, I was like, oh, oh, I slapped my head. Of course. Yeah. That makes sense. It's not a gorilla. Do you think he's a a standard gorilla or do you think he's a King Kong? I mean, only 12 bunches of bananas. I'm going to say a standard gorilla, but, you know, she's older, so I, I might be a silverback. Mm, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think probably either way it knows sign language. Sure. I mean, how else are you going to tell tell your wife how many bananas to get at Costco? End of the day, how are you going to say I do if you don't have sign language and you're right. a gorilla that's marrying yeah. a smaller woman? Well, then it's like then it's a common law marriage. Is that... It it's goes back recognized. to the Magna Carta. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> I did learn about that in college. I did learn about the Magna Carta's, uh, 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 you know, deal about I don't know. The whole part of the Magna the old, Carta you know, about yeah, you what know, has you know, to happen. About, yeah, there you go. If a little old lady marries there a gorilla, that's yeah. part of the Magna that Carta. That and the whole thing about the divine right of kings. <sighs> Fucking 900,000 bucks right in the commode. <laughs> what was I? I should have gone to Almost a million dollars, school. Jordan. Would you go to a gold-plated college? Yes. <laughs> I thought it would be better because of the gold plating. But really, it just <laughs> causes just, the sun to reflect off it and burn us. To some extent, it improves the conductivity. Right. 
So that's good. Wait a minute, Jordan. Hmm. Did you go to college at Monster Cable, the high-end audio cable company? I did, yeah. <laughs> go fighting cables. <laughs> our our guest on the program is the host of the Dr. Sex Reese show. He's uh, an acclaimed comedy writer. When when I met this man, he was uh, running a little outfit called The Onion. Uh, since then, he went on to run a little outfit called At Midnight. Uh, this guy's a this guy's a talented this guy's a talented guy. Joe Rentazzo. Hi, Joe. Oh my gosh! Thank you. What do you think? Gorilla in a person suit or woman married to a gorilla? I mean, first thing I thought was potassium posse. She's in the potassium oh, posse. Right, right. PP. Right. So a gang? Yeah. She wasn't wearing her club vest. Um, well, she's keeping it. I mean, the pussy posse, they don't wear like a special vest. They're just... That's true. <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes they wear a special vest. I bet they do. Mm-hmm. I've or seen, she might I've be seen com- Leo be, wear a vest. She might be a comedy person. Like she might be working mm-hmm. on her act. Right. Oh, she's a vaudevillian. Yeah, sure. The age. Yeah. She's also age is right. She has, you have to go. You have to make two stops if you want rubber chickens. <laughs> yeah. So on the way home, <laughs> she was on her way. She was on her way to, to Marie Calendars well, for do, cream pies. You can get rubber chickens at Costco. They're between the barbecues and the. Thanks, Joe. The um, USB. <laughs> the oversized USB. novelty USB gloves. Joe, you're a you're you're a man you're a man with a family. Do yeah. you do you shop at Costco for uh you know the sake of I values? do, but I'm about I'm about like Jesse, I'm about quarterly. But I'm okay. I am immediately overwhelmed by um a sense of comfort in there, which which mm-hmm. I sh- I feel like I should not be because it's it's a it's a place that's full of stimulus. Mm-hmm. Like it's a large space with people. But I like Everything seems to kind of make sense in Costco, even though it's, even though it's chaotic and random the yeah. way they've placed things. I'm tr- I trust in them. I trust yeah. that they are thinking this through. Everybody there is there for a reason. People are polite. I like buying pants there. I like buying sure. vitamins there. Are, I, are, are samples back? They have samples. Yeah, they are. But I wasn't Can you get a, can you get a, can you get a 16th of a bagel dog? <laughs> I don't trust these Costco motherfuckers going around with no mask on. Whatever, mm. I'm I'm lo- I'm locking down the old schnoz and schnoz and uh, gaper, which is what, what? I'm calling. My yeah, the old mouth. gaper. <laughs> yeah, the food gaper. <laughs> yeah. I got my second uh, vaccine shot at Costco, and then I went looking for hey. yeah. Then I went looking for pants. Right. After. Sounds like a great value. Yeah, sounds like a great day. Yeah, I just too. I waited My... fifteen minutes for to see that there was no reaction. Then I went and got some bananas. I think I have a strong emotional connection to Costco because I grew up. Uh, as listeners know, I grew up with two single parents who were in. I was. I didn't live mostly in. Well, technically, there were times when I lived in poverty, but I didn't ever like want for food. But we were definitely, uh, definitely money was short in my family. And in, in my dad's house, there was, both of my parents had like a turn towards the middle class. My mom uh, went to graduate school. We were super, 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 super broke for a long time. And then she finally got a full-time teaching job. And it was like, oh, we're in the, we have health insurance. We're in the middle class. This is great. My dad 
his turn to the middle class was after many, many years, when I was like 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there, he got his disability certified, his, his PTSD disability. And that came with, it was 100%. So it, it came with a, uh, you know, I don't remember, $35,000 a year. And he was working part-time doing consulting. So all of a sudden, our income went from $15,000 a year to $50,000 a year or something. And one of the things that happened was he joined Costco. Mm. And he would be so excited to go to the Costco uh, and buy whatever, pretzels. Mm-hmm. It sounds uh, like it sounds like it's linked to fatherhood. Yeah. I think Costco is – their slogan is a place for dads, TM. Mm. Yeah. Um, the TM is for Transcendental Meditation, by the way. It's, <laughs> sure. Costco is owned by Dad's David Lynch. Uh, Joe, do you need a minute? Oh. We lost Joe. He's, oh, Joe's going to get something important. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Joe has a Costco sweatshirt. Yeah, I had to run out. Wow. I forgot. I was wearing this today. I wore it to the park. I wear it. I mean, the viewers can't. The viewers can see it. The listeners can't. This is a hooded sweatshirt that says Costco Wholesale on the front. Now, I saw... Guys, I'll be back in a second. Oh, you've got your curtain. Jesse's... I think Jesse has the Kirkland yeah, see, signature. I saw at the playground a woman wearing a Kirkland sweatshirt, and I asked her where she got mm-hmm. it, and she like didn't want to tell me. So I ordered wow. that for my girlfriend, who is, a, who is a Costco Platinum member. But they accidentally wow. sent me this one. And I wrote oh them. Goodness. I said, I need that Kirkland. It's black. It's mm-hmm. like way iller. And so they said, you know what? Keep the Costco one. We'll send you the Kirkland one too. So now we both That's have. Nice. I get complimented more genuine, heartfelt compliments on my Costco sweatshirt than any other article of clothing. What is platinum? There it is. There's the Kirkland. Oh, yeah. Solid gray. Working man. It's a great sweatshirt. Working man sweatshirt. Thinking about getting the pants, maybe the t-shirt. Joe, what's, uh, what does platinum membership get you? I don't know. She maybe she's gold. Maybe she's platinum. I don't know. She's she's what she's a higher <laughs> tier than me. She's a okay. higher tier than me. I'm, she I'm gets a, a quarter of a bagel dog at the sample <laughs> uh, at the sample cart. Uh, no, I don't know. I think she can. You can get. You can still get abortions there. I think she's she she does all of her <laughs> stuff right. there. Family planning. Yeah, it's five dollars yeah. a pop. Uh, while it's still available, I would go. Uh, Joe, we worked together for years. One of the happiest times of my life. Um, Those are the days. And you know, I feel like I got to know you pretty well. And since we stopped working together, you know, we haven't kept in touch as much. And but you know, we still we're still like on a text chain, and I still see you from time to time at social events. Mm-hmm. And I am under the impression that you have taken a turn to being way more outdoorsy than you normally were like maybe you're 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 in a time now of like peak outdoor exploration is that a wrong assumption or have you have you become a more outdoorsy person oh i've always been an outdoorsy person uh okay but i have more time now because i'm a single parent but only half the time when oh, you okay. knew me, I was married and was fully – I had no free time for myself whatsoever, strangely. Now that I split custody with my ex, I have more time to do these these kinds of things. Oh, and my yeah. kids what's are a, now getting older and they can go along on, on these outdoorsy things with me too. What's an example? What kind of activities are you getting up to? Hunting, fishing? No, not so much hunting and fishing. Uh 
I I don't know. I do I do hiking. I do some backpacking. I try to go on like a, a solo camping trip once or twice a year. I was gonna do one this this weekend, as Jordan knows, but life got in the way. I was gonna go what, to what Sierras. You, what What do you do on a solo camp? Well, um, Jesse's making the jack off. Motion. It's just um, for those listening i i don't know it's just it's just a chance to really be alone and not have to talk to anybody or or think about mm. anything but where you are it's physically challenging so you have like uh you know there's there's real obstacles to overcome that don't have anything to do with you know email or emotion sure. or or you know <laughs> interpersonal emotions <laughs> yeah sure uh, just got to get out over that rock get over that fucking gotta escape rock. that got to escape that coyote yeah, get a, get away from the coyote. Um, find, how many find days? How many days are you going out, Joe? Oh, just like two, two or three. One or two nights is all I'm really doing solo. I used to do more adventurous stuff when I was in my twenties, but what do you bring with you? A can of beans? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the uh, one thing I will say is that camping equipment has really, uh, as most things that that people geek out about. Has gotten much more sophisticated than it used to be. What's your and, prized? And what's your prized? What's your prized camping gadget? Um, the little portable stove is pretty cool. It's very, very yeah. small, very portable, and surprisingly effective. Um, mm. The the thing I get the the most fun out of though is just that water reservoir, that like Camelback thing with the tube, you know, that you just put right yeah. in your mouth. I just love chomping on that and sucking that water out. Oof. <laughs> Yeah. For a I while, have a, we, I don't. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Jesse. For a while, my family was uh, committed as a family to the type of water bottle where you flip up a little nipple yeah, and yep. you munch down on there and give yep. it a suck. Yeah. Yep. I got addicted to putting the tip of my tongue into the little hole. Oh, yeah. You can hang it as it there. opened up and then it closes gently on the tip. I've got addicted to that feeling. Mm -hmm. It felt incredible. And I really did. Stay hydrated, thanks to this thing. This thing leaks. Oh yeah, this thing's leaking all over everywhere. This garbage. I had to go back to Nalgene's. I uh, yeah. You know what I would I, like to suggest to Nalgene. I'm sorry to keep cutting you off, Jordan. Hey guys, Nalgene does okay. listen. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> they are a regular listener. Of the podcast. Yeah, Nalgene's a listener. <laughs> Give me they just they just blast this in the corporate office. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's so many of their employees commit suicide. <laughs> uh. You guys really know a lot about Nalgene. I'm surprised. This is my, yeah. this is my kind of cast. Yeah. Know about the folks over at Nalge. Just give me a twist off with like a little adjustable mouth. Like chain. Give me some adjustable mouth sizes. That's all. That big. That big mouth size. Not always the most suitable when you're on the go. You know what I mean? How would it adjust? Like a like a camera shutter or a like a. Uh... <laughs> An airlock in a spaceship. You just like, gotta give me, just give me some options. The problem is that okay. ring on there. You know that getting that ring off is no is no treat. But if you can give me some different caps that have, just get know. an insert. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm talking about. Do you have one? Are those available? There's inserts for Nalgis. Nalgis, get inserts. You're the one that knows everything about camping. Go to the camping place. Say, can you? Can I get an? Can I get an insert for my Nalgis? Well, I told you I don't use Nalgis when I'm camping. I use my Camelback. 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 Okay. Camelback. I want my Camelback. <laughs> do you ever do any Joe drink some water outside? <laughs> 
camel backpack. <laughs> Joe, do you ever do any foraging or um, no. uh, other food gathering while you're there? Are you or are you packing it all with you? I'm packing it with me. I don't do any. I don't do any foraging. I mean, I I think that stuff is really cool. I would I would like to learn about that. My uh, middle kid goes to like these adventure camps where they learn that kind of stuff. I've gone out with him a couple times where they learn like what things you can eat and what things will itch. Did you eat anything? Yeah, I ate some stuff. I ate this incredible thing called a, uh, oh my gosh, what, what was it called? It looked like it was, it was when we were on the seashore and we picked this plant. It looked like a little, a little green shoe with these crystalline drops on it. And Ooh. and it's called like a crystalline cowlick or something like that. And you can eat the whole thing. And the plant itself is mild and crunchy, but those crystalline mm-hmm. drops are salty. And it's like eating mm-hmm. a salty snack by the sea. That's incredible. I gotta that figure out the really name nice. of it and I'll I'll uh, text you guys. I'll email I'll email it to you guys later in a couple of weeks. You know that be helpful. You know what I've heard uh <laughs> you can eat? What? Fish right out of the ocean. You gotta, mm. you gotta be careful. And really? you gotta be quick. And you gotta be quick. Because if they they're you very be quick, my understanding is they're very slippery. You gotta be quick. You gotta be careful. <laughs> if you're gonna eat fish out of the sea, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> Joe, can we talk to Joe Randazzo, the blues man? <laughs> Only for educational purposes. Or is this purposes. more of a jazz guy? Do right? Is this more of a Mose Allison type figure? This is like a yeah, like a schoolhouse rock type of type of guy. That guy, kind of, of Joe. Guy. It's yeah. it's. I do it for educational purposes, and whenever there's some kind of like sizzling, zesty uh, appetizer. Was mm-hmm. great. Was there was outdoorsiness? Did that come from your family and upbringing, or is that something you developed as an adult? No, I had to do that despite my family as a kid. Really? Well, because I grew up yeah. in New Hampshire, but my my family, my parents are from Brooklyn, so they didn't know anything outdoor. They didn't care about the outdoors. My dad took them. So this was kind of your rebellion. St- yeah. What about stickball? Well, sure. I mean, everybody just stick. Yeah, come on. Trolley play dodging, play, playing in a come on, playing in a everybody. playing in an open fire hydrant. <laughs> Played an open fire hydrant, casual stabbings, uh, uh-huh. stealing apples from the fruit man, Mister Demarco. Yeah, he did all that. <laughs> Being a dick about what kind of pizza is the best pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, racism, all of it. Got yeah. it. In in nineteen fifties um, Brooklyn, we're talking about right. That makes sense. Yeah, so I did. I did that as um, not as rebellion, really, but like just because I lived in New Hampshire and, that, and there's I, yeah, I was always interested. When you wanted to like forge your own identity, yeah, <laughs> I was tired of playing stickball and rooting for the, yeah. the Brooklyn Dodgers, which hadn't even been right in Brooklyn since nineteen like fifty seven or nine mm-hmm. or something like that. Your you took your hoop and your them. stick and tossed them away. Yeah. Traded them for a for a tall backpack (laughs) that's what i know about being outdoors backpacks are tall (laughs) yeah some of them are tall that's all i have well you got to put a lot of stuff in there yeah well you got this tiny Uh, stove you got jesse would your would your kids like some sort of outdoor vacation like could you do family camping family you know family that sort of thing wonder about it uh my dad had one friend who like 
nature. And we went camping with him once. Mm-hmm. But that was my only childhood exposure to camping. My dad liked Motel 6. Um, mm. So I don't know if I have the skills to transfer to my children. But my, my brother and sister-in-law are from Marin County in Northern California. Very outdoorsy place. Extremely outdoorsy place. And my brother-in-law was a climbing ranger at Yosemite. So he his job was to climb up and down the mountains in Yosemite, making sure everyone was following, like with a gun, making mm-hmm. sure everyone was following the rules so he didn't have to shoot them off the side of the mountain, mm. you know? Yeah. And they they love, they'll go out backpacking for, for as a family, for 10 days a week. I don't even know. Yeah. My brother, also the same thing. He'll go solo backpacking for like 10 days. You know, it's mostly when he's hypomanic, but not exclusively. Sometimes he does it when he's, you know, in a good spot. Right. And like, I don't know. Like, I like I got this cabin, right? And the cabin's mm-hmm. in nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like kind of the midpoint between a hotel and camping, right? To me, the cabin, to my wife, the cabin is a gateway to the natural world. mm to me, it's a great place to watch videos. Right. Like a dream place. Because there's not a bunch of bullshit going on. You can really focus on your fucking... On the video. Yeah. Your VHS tape of Big Night. That's what you got there. It's a cabin with a with a VCR? Yeah, we got a VCR. Oh, we got a... That. TV VCR combo? TV VCR combo and a gorgeous, gorgeous selection of VHS tapes. I mean, Jordan, Jesse, go listeners know about my VHS tapes, but... Can I guess some of what's in there? Can I just guess? Oh, absolutely! Please do. Beetlejuice. Yes. Can I, uh, let's let's do okay. <laughs> let's guess until we get one wrong. All mm-hmm. right. You, so I don't want to go every time now, but no, I we'll we'll, we'll alternate. Okay. We'll I alternate. want to be clear before we start, so people don't think I'm rich, you know, and resent me. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear that I go down to the out of the closet where the videos are six for a dollar. Is there? Right, a, but I don't buy a place where they're jacking up. The, is there a place where they're jacking up the prices on VHS? I thought you were saying, oh, yeah, there are. Time. because you have a cabin, people would think you're rich. But you're saying it's because you have VHS tapes that people no, he, people he's a very, would he's think a very populist people's VHS collection. <laughs> people think I have very a lot dumb. of VHS tapes. That's why they think I'm rich. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Beetlejuice, yes. Yeah. Field of Dreams, absolutely. Oof, that's In fact, yeah. I watched it there. Yeah. I watched it there not long ago. I'm going to put it in 24 months ago. I watched Field of Dreams there, and I really liked it. I thought I was going to think it was too corny now that I'm a man. No. Mm -hmm. Um, Great. And I was totally impressed at how well it held up, even with the boomer bullshit. Even the boomer bullshit was fine. Really liked it. Kevin Costner was great. Costner's great. One of our... One of our finest, one of our finest actors. It's not clear why just building one baseball field would bankrupt an entire farm. Baseball fields are not that big compared to farms, but that's fine. Leaving that aside, great movie. Joe, your turn. Top Gun. Absolutely, of course, I have Top yeah! Gun. Joe, look at this. What do you think? I'm a fucking idiot. You think I have a cabin without Top that's Gun nice. in it? 
This is the most. I mean, if we the... keep if we keep if we keep getting these right, this is going to be a four hour episode. The whole show. Show's never going to end. Well, in just a minute, once we finish this segment, we're going to go trans. We're going to go directly into Jesse's Bible update segment. So mm. take a. You each get one more guess, and then we'll okay. and then we'll get into the Bible update. I'm going to guess three amigos. Yeah, we got three. Yeah, wow. I, Come I on, that was Randy a... Newman co-wrote that movie, yeah. Jordan. He's got a screenwriting credit it. on it. Why are you yelling at me? I guessed it. I was right. I know what the qualities of Three Amigos are. All right. So these Joseph. are these are VHSs that you have collected. These are these are not inherited from a family. These are your purchase. No, there was a there was a couple. There was a very weird, like six videos, like a World War II video. What's eating Gilbert Grape was one of them. Yeah. Uh, What's the um when we were children Jordan there was a children's ninja movie that maybe had Pat Morita in it Three Ninjas Yeah Three Ninjas There's Three Ninjas What's Eating Gilbert Grape a World War 2 movie um and one or two more but that was it that was the end of the of the inherited VHS tapes All right so this is my last guess This one's for all the marbles Joe, Joe you See, got another guess in my there? mind this is not going but in my mind I'm seeing three men and a baby but I'm going to say groundhog day You know what Joe you just saved yourself from disaster because I do wow. not have three men and a baby but I absolutely yeah. have groundhog okay, day Okay great Great love that you showed your work too Yeah I think <laughs> three men and a baby is one of those movies that came out a little bit early for the era of uh, lots of movies being on VHS. It was on VHS, but it was during the era when uh, videotapes were not for home consumers so much. Well, so they still cost fifty bucks. Or I asked if you purchased these yourself or if they were inherited, because I've been, I have been to several homes over the course of my life who have a three. Congratulations, Joe! But, first of all, thank you. Uh, invited. Um, mm-hmm. But no, well, you're, you're, a va- a you're a vampire, right? <laughs> <laughs> but knowing that you purchased we these all it? yourself, there's no reason to purchase Three Men and a Baby. If you 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 might have inherited it, but there's no way. Whereas Groundhog Day, you, you kind of have to have. Yeah, I watched Three Men and a Baby a few years ago, and it's it's a bit of a almost slog. unwatchable. Yeah, there's no jokes in it. You're like, why did I like this? And you're like, oh right, I was eight. There's, I just liked watching something. The filmmaking in the 1980s, there was a lot of really just poor filmmaking, like bad editing and, and badly written. A lot of it was coming from Spock from Star Trek. <laughs> he was his fault. The three men and a baby. That's right. Too I logical. <laughs> yeah, he directed that movie. Well, I feel really good about how that went. That this is that fun. was yeah. That, that was. Uh, you guys ready? You yeah, guys you got ready a Bible for Jesse's update Bible for update? Yeah. So a lot of folks, just so you know, Joe, mm-hmm. I used to work at a church, uh, St. Gregory of Nyssa in San Francisco. I'm a bit of a Bible expert. I haven't read the Bible, but sometimes people will tweet at me a good Bible verse for my Bible update. Right. Um, I want to be clear uh, that uh, I, I most I like the Bible. I think it's good. Yep. Uh Used to work at a church. I liked it. I liked working at a church. Mm. Not a. I'm an atheist myself, but I, I liked. I liked it. Be pro Bible. This is Kings two twenty three and twenty four from the NIV. That's the New International Version, Joe. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this verse is called Elisha is jeered. One of my favorites. Yeah. From there, 
Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, Baldy, they said. Mm. Get out of here, Baldy. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. That's the end. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, that's why I didn't recognize. I always heard that as the parable of the two bears. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And that's interesting. It's, it's, it's so funny because I've heard this. I've heard this verse, you know. Everybody reads it at a wedding. It's kind of even right. cliche yeah. at this point at the wedding speech. Somebody's right. going to read the mm-hmm. this thing. But, I mean, obviously there's like different translations of the Bible. Um, and in the one that we had in my home, our family Bible, they didn't call him Baldy. They called him a turd burglar. <laughs> you had the totally oh, radical sure. youth Bible. I had the totally radical youth Bible. See, the way yeah. my, by... <laughs> my parents from Brooklyn always told it was that they yelled at him, you bum, you Get out of here, you bum. So that's Get out of the road. In King James they say, Go up, thou bald head. Go up, thou Mm. bald head. Boy. Fucking these bald heads failing. I'm glad they were all mauled by those bears. Forty two, only forty two though. Two How many were there total? How many how many guys are there total in this scenario? (laughs) There's only a lot of guys yelling at Elijah. Do you think some of the guys got away from the bear? Is that what you or do you think the bear the bears, bears, two bears, yeah. two she bears in the King James version? Uh do you think they tear 40 and two children of them uh because there were only a total of 42 or do you think they kind of cut a swath through a larger group? I think just like eventually when you get when you when you're mauling you get you get a little sleepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially sure. if you're a bear. Do you think this was in autumn? Is that what you're suggesting? I think so. This is right before hibernation. They mauled right. 42 and then went, put on their sleeping caps <laughs> right into their cave. <laughs> the little ball on the end, the little poofy ball on the end of the sleeping Jesse, cap. Jesse, that's exactly the kind of cap I'm talking about. You are, you are fucking – yes, that is exactly the kind of cap I'm talking about. They went ahead and, and lit their tapers, their candles mm-hmm. on those little stands with a little ring on it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, yeah. And they headed off to that cave for a snoozeroonie. See you in the spring, assholes. Um, <laughs> it's so funny that you um, you prepared in, in addition of uh, your classic segment, Jesse's Bible Update. Um, I actually I have another segment in this content-filled show. Wow. This is weird. Yeah. What's wrong with this episode? <laughs> we have things to talk about. Sure. Um. <laughs> Joe, have you ever taken a multiple choice quiz? Uh, what are my options for how to answer that question, Jordan? <laughs> okay, Joe you clearly, have. you clearly yeah. have. You talk the talk. Joe's got one of those million dollar college educations. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the multiple choice quiz, funnily enough, was actually invented by us. We did it for the first time on this show. It was a big hit. People started taking multiple choice quizzes all across the country at parties, at that was bar about hangs. Eighteen months ago, Is that eighteen right? months ago, yeah. So yeah. it's been a it's been a wild ride for us. It's been a wild ride for the multiple choice quiz. Um, the only problem, Joe, is that we forgot to write it down and mail it to ourselves, so we right, do not so have copyright. It's not yeah, but mm. the real ones know. Yeah, real, real ones, ones know. That. We could have got copyright. We're in the guild. Well, yeah. Jordan's in the guild. Um, 
but I'm sad. And, and you know, like obviously, obviously, it's evolved a lot. Like it's a you know, a like like the Bible. It's a living document, <laughs> right? And it's always growing, always That's changing. People, yeah, definitely say that about yeah. the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Very malleable. You don't have to do exactly what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are always saying that in yeah. the Bible. Um, but and you know, and I've been think, kind of thinking about where it's gone, and it's been wild. And I wanted, I wanted to do one, and I wanted to take us back to our roots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a like a famous rock musician goes back and plays their home club. I wanted to take us back to our our roots. Um, and Joe, I don't know. I don't know if you heard the first multiple choice quiz on Jordan Jesse Go, but it, it concerned the writing quirks of Stephen King. I haven't heard mm-hmm. it. It was a multiple choice quiz about an old man character in a Stephen King story. Um, and obviously that kickstarted a revolution, blah, blah, blah. But we've evolved since then, but I wanted to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Something for the OGs. So this is another writing quirk about... This is, one, this is another quiz about a Stephen King writing quirk. This is a multiple choice quiz. In the novel Salem's Lot, which of these is a synonym that Stephen King uses for breasts? Okay, so in the novel Salem's Lot, there yes. are... Is this in a romantic context or... Um, I think that would be giving too much away, so I think I've I've... I've given you enough enough clues. Okay. I think you I think you can guess this. Um Joe, you're the guest. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. So which of these is a synonym for breasts that Stephen King uses in the novel Salem's Lot? Multiple. One times. of these is real, the rest is fake. One is real, the rest is fake. Jablinkies. Golgothas. <laughs> Nip Zeppelins. Sugar blimps, land shamus, hardy honkers, mon mothmas, neon nums, doikos, boshes, jombies, jahoobies, arubas, jamaicas, kokomos, dormamus, shumagorats, hoary hosts of hoggeth, mother's saggy taters, shrek sacks, Chest Chuds, Uncle Bucks, Elden Beasts, Orenstein and Smo, Dingus and the Drooper, Lockinata Flint Rage, The Dairy Annex, Steamed Hams, Meat Clackers, Flesh Swingers, Milk Floppers, Meat Jumbos, Upper Testicles. Do you want to hear those again? So, Joe. If you want, just so you know how this works, um, if you need to, you can hear them again. One of those is real. The rest, the rest are, are fake. The rest are fake. Jombies. Mm-hmm. Jombies. No, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> oh, did you even say jombies? <laughs> I did. That was one of the choices. Okay. Jordan, Jesse, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so just to remind you what the choices are. Jordan, these, can you go? Yes. Jordan, would you mind... Yeah. Would you mind repeating the choices for me, Jordan? I wouldn't mind. Okay, One of these is you. a synonym for breasts. Can, can you do the whole, just make sure you do the whole list because okay. I don't want to miss any. Yeah. One okay. of these is real. The rest are? What are the Jablinkies. Rest? Okay. Golgothas. Uh-huh. Nip Zeppelins. Uh-huh. Sugar Blimps. 
Sure. Land Land Shamus. Uh-huh. Hardy Honkers. Uh-huh. Mon Mothmas. Right. Neon Nums. Okay. Doikos. Uh-huh. Boshes. Right. Jombies. Thank you. Jahoobies. Sounds good. Arubas. Nice. Jamaicas. Love it. Kokomos. Excellent. Dormammus. Of course. Shumagoraths. Why not? Hori Hosts of Hoggoth. Mother's Saggy Taters. Sounds nice. Shrek Sacks. Like chest Chuds. Uh-huh. Uncle Bucks. Elden yeah. Beasts. Right. Orantine and Smo. Tasty. Dingus and the Drooper. Nice. L- La Cunata Flintridge. Superb. The Dairy Annex. Uh-huh. Steamed Hams. Hams. Meat Clackers. Flesh Swingers. Uh-huh. Milk Floppers. Right. Meat Jumbos. Uh-huh. Upper Testicles. Uh, the hypnotic, right. Kind of a hypnotic effect. I kind of spaced out there in the middle. Would you mind repeating them for me, Jordan? Because I missed some of them. Not at all. I missed a few of them. Could you? You can do it quickly. Jablinkies, right? Golgothas, mm-hmm. <laughs> Zeppelins, mm-hmm. Sugar Blimps, mm-hmm. Land Shamus, right? Hardy Honkers, uh-huh. Mon Mothmas, right? Neon Nums, uh-huh. Doikos, Boshes, mm-hmm. Jambies, mm-hmm. Jahoobies, Arubas, mm-hmm. Jamaicas, Kokomos, Dormammus, Shumagoraths, mm-hmm. Hori Hosts mm-hmm. of Hoggoth. Mother Saggy Taters, Shrek Sacks, mm-hmm. Chest Chudge, <laughs> Uncle Bucks, Elden Beasts, Orenstein and Smo, Dingus oh, and the Drooper, right. La Cunata Flintridge, uh-huh. the Dairy Addicts, uh-huh. Steamed Hams, Meat yeah. Clackers, Flesh Swingers, Milk Floppers, Meat Jumbos, <laughs> right. Upper Testicles. Got it. I'm going to go with Sugar Blimps, Jordan. Sugar Blimps is going to be my guess. No, I'm sorry you're wrong. Damn it. That's God the end damn it. of the multiple choice quiz. Thanks for playing, Wait, everybody. So just... Joe, does Joe get another? Or do, Joe, I... do you want to, If you want a bonus guess, so I can read them. Yeah, again. would you read them one more time? I would love Just to. for the guest. Joe, you get one more guess. Okay. Jablinkies, Golgothas, <laughs> Nip Zeppelins, Sugar Blimps, Land Shamus, Hardy Honkers, Mon Mothmas, Neon Nums, Doikos, Boshes, Jombies, Jahoobies, Arubas, Jamaicas, Kokomos, Dormammus, Shumagoraths, Hori Hosts of Hoggoth, Mother Saggy Taters, Shrek Sacks, Chest Chuds, Uncle Bucks, Elden Beasts, Ornstein and Smo, Dingus and the Drooper, La Cunata Flintridge, the Dairy Annex, Steamed Hams, Meat Clackers, Flesh Swingers, Milk Floppers, Meat Jumbos, and Upper Testicles. Now, Joe, if you want, I can give you a quick hint. Sure, yeah. I'll Would you... So some of those is words from a song. Some of them's just know. words from a song. Those are some uh, goddamn song from the uh, the the beach boobs, the beach boys. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the first one. I think it's Jablinkies. I think it's number one out of the gate. Uh no, I'm sorry, oh, you're right, wrong. Fine. Is it that Doikies yeah. one or whatever? Doink. I'm sorry, the game is over and no yeah. one will ever know. Game's over. We'll be back game's in just over. a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris boy detective. Every episode of Jordan Jesse Go brought to you, of course, by the members of Maximum Fun. And this having been the Max Fun Drive, the Max Fun Drive having recently concluded, now more than ever, we thank the members of Maximum Fun. If you continued your membership, if you became a new member, if you upgraded or boosted your member, if you bought a gift membership for somebody, uh, we are so grateful to you. You are our hero. 
you actually are the reason this show exists. It's not just something we say to get your money. Um, and we're very grateful to you. So thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Love, love, love the Max Fun Drive. Love it when, uh, when, when folks step up to say uh, how much they like the shows. It feels great. So thank you to everybody who participated. We're also supported this week by the good folks over at Raycon Jordan. Yes. Have you heard this Pusha T album, this new Pusha T album? No, I didn't. Send it over. Yeah, this thing is sings uh, great. Any old person like myself would enjoy this Pusha T album. Sings fucking tremendous. He's still basically just only raps about cocaine. I don't... He's like 50 at this point. Is he still selling cocaine? He wrote ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. <laughs> I got a what? I got a similar recommendation that yeah. that I think would be a great companion piece mm-hmm. to that. Dave Holmes's audiobook. <laughs> oh God, Party of One by Dave Holmes. Both of these are gonna be great because you are listening to them on your Raycon wireless earbuds. They got those gel tips Oof, to yeah. stick right into your little ear holes. Uh, these things are, these things sound gorgeous. They're reasonably priced. Uh, you can check out Raycon's wireless earbuds. Go to buyraycon.com slash JJGo today, uh, to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash JJGo to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash JJGo. We're also supported this week by the good folks at Stitch. Yeah, I got me a Stitch Fix box this week. Can't mm-hmm. wait to go through it. They always send some good stuff. You know how I am imagining you going through it, Jordan? Hmm. Like a raccoon oh. going through the trash? Yes. Like, you know how, like, in a shopping montage, they're, like, throwing stuff behind them as they pull stuff out exactly. of somewhere? That's, that's how my, you go that's through. Me. Yeah. That's me and my Stitch Fix box. Here, here's, what, here's what this box is, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Here's what this website is. This isn't just any box. It's not just any box. It's not just any website. Whatever your style now more than ever is the time to rock it. But maybe you can use just a little nudge to find some new looks. That's where Stitch Fix can help you out. Here's what you do. You go online. You go to stitchfix.com slash JJGo. You take a style quiz. Answer a mm-hmm. few questions about what you like to wear, what you don't, and how open you are to trying new styles. Stitch Fix will assign you a stylist. That stylist will go to work, finding items exclusively for you. Every piece is handpicked, unique to your size, style, and your budget. Um, it's great. They always they always nail it. They always send a lot of cool stuff. And uh, the fact that it's all in my size, the fact that I know what they send is going to fit, uh, it's, it's just the best. Shipping, returns, exchanges, all easy and free. And I can confirm that. I sent something back from my box. And all I had to, there was literally a bag in there ready to go. All I had to do was put it in the bag, seal it up, and drop it off. It was easy, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Easy peasy, easy peasy, easy peasy stitchy fixy. That's what we say. <laughs> Sign up today at stitchfix.com slash JJGo to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash JJGo to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. And uh, hey Jesse, while while we're talking about purchasing, um, yeah. if you're in the Portland area, what do you mean, Jordan? If <laughs> sorry, you're listening hey. to this show, <laughs> hey, you're in the Portland area. <laughs> um, 
I was there a couple weekends ago and was uh, I'd stopped by the great uh, comic book store Books with Pictures and uh, signed a bunch of copies for of Bubble for them. Um, uh, so if you want a signed copy of Bubble and you're in the Portland area, Books with Pictures is just like one of the greatest comic book stores I have ever been in in my life. It's just the like platonic ideal of the of the modern comic book store you want to go to. Everybody's really nice. You got your grown up. Batman stuff. You got your stuff for kids. You got your stuff for teens. They got like a punk rock zines. So just every kind of thing Jordan, you could want. Does Al save Mark Grace cards for you because he knows that you like Mark Grace and he calls you Mark Grace? <laughs> I think that might be the one thing they don't have. Yeah. They should go to Al's Comics in 1989. It's, it's right there on Guerrero Street. Uh, Books with Pictures, it's a really great shop. They got signed copies of Bubble. And hey, if you're not in the Portland area, if you're our one listener not in the Portland area, if you're near um, Olympia, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, or Portland, Maine. Or Portland, Maine. Uh, these folks ship anywhere. So, um, yeah, you can uh, call them up, bookswithpictures.com, and uh, get yourself a signed copy of Bubble. They're great. Bubble is so cool and funny. If you're get listening to the show, I'm, I'm not playing around. Out. I'm not playing around. I really think you need to go on the internet or give a call to one of these great uh, comic and bookstores that carry the book. Give them a call and, and order yourself one. You deserve it, buddy. Get a bubble. You deserve it. Get a bubble. Stitchy a fixie. Stitchy fixie. Reedy bubby. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> Reedy bubby. Reedy bubby. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Joe Randazzo, sex man, sex haver, man. Yeah. Are you a, when yeah. you say that you're a sex haver, do you mean that you've had sex, that you're doing a podcast, a, a, a comic podcast about sex, yeah. or that you're having sex? I'm having sex right now, yeah. Cool. Hell so yeah, awesome. baby. Yep. That's really cool. <laughs> switched Hell from, yeah. from mish to dog. <laughs> wow! Good switch, cool baby. Switch. Yeah, smooth. very. That's smooth. the best yeah. switch since Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember when it was hard to get a Nintendo Switch? It was hard. Yeah, yeah, I remember. But hey, you can't play Luigi's Mansion Three on your sex partner. That's a good point. <laughs> Am I right? You're mostly right, right. right. Yeah, Joe, tell me about this podcast. This is a new podcast. I know Jordan appears in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is uh, who is uh, Doctor Sex Reese. Dr. Robert Sex Reese is the only regionally syndicated sex therapist <laughs> radio host who's never had sex. So he gives <laughs> advices on intimacy. He also hates he hates it. He thinks it's gross. <laughs> he hates it and thinks it's gross. Um he is it's an exhausting character to play, but very very uh-huh. very very fun. Um, his co-host is the or his producer is Megan Gailey, the great Megan Gailey. Um, and yeah, it's an eight episode uh, podcast that we did for iHeartRadio. So it hasn't really had a you know it's it's just a it's a sh- it's a short run. Um, it's actually something that that we started uh, that I started with some friends back when we worked at the Onion. It was inspired by a, a coworker who 
<laughs> who we think had never had sex. We know he had never been drunk or mm. smoked pot. And so every time he had to write something that had to do with sex or alcohol or drugs, it seemed so alien and naive um, that we just invented this character roughly vaguely named after him about somebody who'd never had sex, who was forced to give sex advice to people. And then now 10 years later, we've turned it into a podcast, but it's sort of been this ongoing joke for a long time. It's a really, really funny show. Um, Joe's obviously hilarious. You got a great, you got a great lineup of, uh, of comedy favorites coming in and out as guests. Oh yeah. Lots Um, of great people. You got your Tim Heideckers. You got your, your Martha yeah. Kellys, you got, you know, your yep. your Paul yeah. F. Tompkins, your Iffy Nawadaways, your Maggie Mays, your Blair Sockies, your Jordan Morrises. I mean Wow. Wow. I That's two mean. of Max Fun's biggest stars, Jordan and Iffy. Yeah, uh it's a yeah, it's a great show. Joe's hilarious. It's a it's obviously like uh, a hilarious premise. So uh yeah, Dr. Sex Reese. Uh, uh wherever wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Jordan was in one of my favorite episodes where, um, because mo- most of it is semi-script, but most of it was improvised. Uh, and Jordan was <laughs> a person who I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, could only receive sexual gratification while being terrified because he lost his virginity in a classic, like almost a Stephen King like sp- it spook is it's a very it's a very Stephen King inspired segment and so, so he can't a little connection there he can't climax unless he's being unless he's being really badly spooked um yeah and it go and it goes in some zany directions we had we had a lot of fun i mean this sounds zany to me it's as zany as it gets but is it as zany as the three amigos this movie was co-written <laughs> by randy newman it's got a screenplay credit on this. You know, Joe. Three Amigos for a movie I that I I loved as a kid. I have not seen it, but I must because it has come up about once a week for the past three months in in my life mm. in different. That's the universe. I don't know That's what is universe. going on. Martin Short, when I was a child, was too much for me. I couldn't handle it emotionally, and now that I'm a man. I couldn't love it more. Mm. Do that weird, whatever the fucking thing is that Martin Short yeah, does. Strange. Go to town. I love it. Yeah. He seems like a treasure now. Like a, a, a Let's watch Clifford. I think Let's so. Go. I think Mar- Mar- Martin Short has entered legend legend status. It's, yeah. it's aged well. His deal has aged well. As a man, to me, Martin Short is twice the genius Steve Martin is. <laughs> All the best to Steve Martin. I have nothing against him. I just want to watch Martin Short sing a song for no reason. <laughs> but but Steve Martin was the funniest for for a while. Like, And then he just stopped and stopped being funny altogether. He quit the business of being funny. Started playing the banjo and like... <laughs> yeah, banjo, banjo albums, earnest banjo albums. Uh, I watched that uh, Only Murders in the Building show, uh-huh. and uh, I mean Martin Short is ten out of ten funny in that. But I think Steve Martin is very funny in it as well. I think it's he's kind of like more of the straight man, but I yeah, think I mean, it's uh, they're both Martin. great in it. He seemed like he yeah. made a conscious decision to become like a rarefied professor type. Yeah, that only I have not seen Only Murders in the Building. My understanding is that that is the show with the the protagonists are Steve Martin and Martin Short, and they're based on us. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't. We should have gotten more for our rights. 
If you had trademarked the multiple choice thing like I told you to, if you'd written it down, I'm put it sorry. in a fucking envelope, and mailed I'm it to sorry. yourself, I've got imagine Steve how much Steve Martin that. and Martin Short would have given yeah. us for our fucking life rights for their murders in the building show. They play, they play podcasters. They do a podcast in the, in the show. I think that's what you're talking about, Jesse. Joe, let me explain something to you about how Jordan Jesse Go works. Please. We work hard on this show. We think about different ideas for different segments we do on the show, recurring segments that we've worked really hard on. And then people call in. That's true. This episode, this tr- episode, we actually do. We actually yeah. think of <laughs> Usually Jesse says this because we don't do that. But now we do do that. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> do do. Figure it out. Who do I believe? Steve Martin or, or Martin Figure Short? It out. I mean, I believe it. We're amazing. We're probably better than them. Oh, can I guess one more? Do you have Dances with Wolves on VHS? I don't. I do not. Fuck. Because I didn't want to watch it. Mm. (laughs) But you had the opportunity. At some point, you you grappled with the choice to buy Dances. It was available to me in many occasions. And I looked at it and thought, I liked this movie when it came out and I was 10. Is this a bad movie? And I look at the convert. I look into it. I say, yes, this is bad. And I put it back. Can I do, because Joe did one more guess. Can I do one more guess? Please. Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Yeah, I have that. And it's great. What a great movie. I hadn't seen that until recently. Fucking great mm. movie. Richard Dreyfus wandering around in a car. Mm. So driving. Joe, we got this. <laughs> it's uh, called driving. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Joe. Call it what you will. Just fill her with gas and start wandering. <laughs> Go banana wild. <laughs> We got these segments and people call into the segments. Here's one of those segments that people call in for. It's definitely, Brian, pause it. Just so you know, Joe, it's definitely not just people calling in with something and then saying that it's a segment. That's what it is. It's segments that we've thought of because we work so hard. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Hey, this is Luke in Seattle uh, calling with a momentous occasion. Uh just on the theme of uh, strange storefronts in Burbank, I recently had my very first trip to the hallowed lands of Burbank. Um, I even uh, drove out of my way between destinations to, just to see with my own eyes the infamous Verdugo Aquatic Center. Um, but I, uh, while I was uh, walking in Burbank one day, I walked past the storefront that I think was some – I don't even know exactly what the overarching theme was, but they had one window – uh, that on one window panel said weapons, and on the next window panel said yoga. And I just thought that really uh, kind of captured the duality <laughs> yeah. of the human experience. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Burbank, baby. God. I feel like the Burbank Board of Tourism owes us, should cut us a check, right? I mean, this this guy clearly went out of his way. He had heard about it on the show. He He had this this beautiful picture in his mind of what Burbank would actually be like were he to go there. And it sounds like he did a little detour. Um, and it sounds like his mind was blown. So yeah, if you're out there, Burbank Chamber of Commerce, um, stick a check in the mail. Do you think they're just, uh, they're spending all their money trying to get, uh, Jay Leno back on TV? <laughs> right. Yeah. They're p- constantly petitioning. Hey, yeah. Good. Cordon's Cordon's retiring. Let's just stick Jay back in there. I think Jay would do it. Don't you think Jay Leno would take would would uh, would take the Corden show? He probably would. Yeah, in one yeah. second. Yeah, probably would. He's got his own fucking show on the Speed Network. Yeah, yeah he's like yeah, carpool karaoke. I like the part about the cars. 
By the way, my Jay Leno impression is a Peter Griffin impression. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Lois, so. look at all my denim. <laughs> I drive a little, uh, I drive a little jalopy. My Lois. I I really sell the jokes in the monologue, and then I kind of space out for the rest of the show. <laughs> okay, uh, let's let's take one more call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Brian, Sunny D, and I'm going to say Nicole Byer. This is Bryn calling from Indiana for the beloved segment. Titles of porn I've rented to people that refer to businesses that could be near Jesse's physical therapy office. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I used to work at a local video rental place that rented porn. And uh, there was a guy who would come in maybe every three days and rent a porn called Burbank Sperm Bank. Oh, my God. Uh, I worked there for like a year, and he probably came in uh, well over the amount of times that would have purchased the video and like uh, maybe spent like hundreds of dollars just renting Burbank Sperm Bank. Oh. So be on the lookout. Uh Burbank, Sperm Bank, maybe it's near the diecast car store. I don't know. Um, also, maybe watch that porn because it's probably pretty good if that guy rented it like tens of tens of times. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Love you too. My wife worked in a video store in, in mm. high school. In fact, she still worked at the video store when she and I started dating in uh, up there in, in Marin County. And um, they had porns, so she – Rented people porns all the time. It's like a 16-year-old. It's very weird that you mm-hmm. had to go to a store to get your porns from a teen. Yeah. I have actually seen Burbank Sperm Bank, and it is not a porn. It's about a couple grappling with infertility. It's very moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a couple in where? <laughs> Locking out of Flint Ridge. <laughs> 206-9844-FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Thank you so much to everyone who participated in this year's Max Fun Drive. If you're a member who wants to purchase additional patches, our annual shop is now live. The proceeds for this year's sale will be going to Trans Lifeline. Anytime is a good time to donate to Trans Lifeline, but this year it feels particularly important. Trans Lifeline is a nonprofit for the trans community by the trans community. We're grateful that with your support, we'll be able to help Trans Lifeline connect trans folks to the support and resources they need to survive and thrive. The sale will run until Friday, May 20th. Folks at the $10 monthly level and above will have access to all of the patches from the drive. We also have a special network patch starring Nutsy that all members can purchase. For more information on Trans Lifeline, visit translifeline.org. And for more information on the patches, head to MaximumFun.org slash patch sale. Hey, this is Alden Ford. And Mujan Zafagari. And we are here with all the other creators of Mission to Zix. Hello. Hello. You're not going to say our names, too? No, no. It's a short oh, promo. Yeah. yeah okay. sort of speech, now, right? with the end of our fifth and final season just a few weeks away, we want to say thank you to Maximum Fun and to every single one of you who has listened to and supported Mission to Zix. Thank you. And if you haven't checked it out, well, Mission to Zix is an improvised space opera with blockbuster quality sound design, a score performed by an actual 60 people orchestra and hilarious guest comedians on every episode and as our final episodes air now is the 
perfect time to jump on board? Mm-hmm. That's Mission to Zix, Z-Y-X-X on Maximum Fun. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Joe Randazzo, America's cousin. Brittany O'Neill, star of Burbank, Sperm Bank. Yeah. Headaches, insomnia, anger, stress, right? Nope. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. This is for the box. That's the, <laughs> this is what it says on the box. That's the like subtitle. Yeah. It says headaches. And this is the log line. The, okay. Headaches, mm-hmm. insomnia, anger, stress, right? Oh. Nope. Oh, slower. I'm going to blast, dude. Oh. <laughs> oh Jordan, sounds like Jordan's going to blast. Oh. Joe already blasted earlier when he was having sex. No, I'm That's still true. going. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, yeah. She's, uh, she's Why they in. call you the sting of podcasting. <laughs> you guys must be really sore. They, uh, she is wearing a nurse's outfit. I mean, it's not, you know, to give a little context. Yeah, I, I can't see the Burbank's room. I, it's, it's in the chat. I couldn't download it. All right. She's flapping out her nurse outfit to show her undie pants. Yeah. Like she's holding it in one hand and going, whop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. She's only got two buttons done on this thing. The other thing that Ooh, I'm noticing blah, blah. about this, she's her makeup is like full on Louis the Fourteenth. Like yeah, she, she truly doesn't. looks it is wild Very the level cool. of her makeup that she's wearing here. It does it does seem like and Jesse, I think your VHS collection kind of portended this, but I do think we are kind of in a in a in a space now where that like physical media, like collecting that physical media is you know, it's like it's 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 novel. It's fun. I think people are doing it more. You know, mm-hmm. vinyl vinyls coming back. Um, I think people are nostalgic for DVDs. Um, yeah. Do you think hard copy porn is next? Is there like boutique, you know, limited run hard copy pornos? Is that is that next? I wonder. So you can touch it. You can feel it. It's physical. It's an interesting question. I'm looking to see yeah. if, um, God, this is really going to ruin my f- fuck. I share a fucking you, account with my wife on Amazon. You, <laughs> God damn it, good idea, buddy. When no, you, it's not. It's not available on Amazon. I'm going to try. You got to have. Uh, you got to have one Amazon account that you share with the wife, and then you got to have one Amazon account that's for the boys, right? You can go on with your boys and shop. This thing is a rare DVD. You can watch The Boys, the Amazon original. You watch The Boys. <laughs> your boys. And, and Wheel of Time with your boys. There's some, there's something, there is something just dirtier about watching porn on a VHS. Like when you have to rewind it back to the spot right. where it was. Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. whole... People would sometimes return used pornography videos that had... That I don't want to be gross, but they had evidence of use. Right. And it's what the hottest thing about the VHS porn, though. The hottest part is when someone taped over it with a copy of Wings. Not in stock. It's hard to find, even here on DirtyMagazines.XXX. It's from 1996, Burbank's Burbank. Really? I think think that's what it's saying. Good year. Good year for pornos. A lot of fun. You know, 2354, that's not too bad. Used very good. (laughs) And that's on VHS. 
somebody bought it originally for fourteen ninety nine, which seems like a great value. Yeah, I mean they flipped it too. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get Black Friday savings fifteen percent yeah. off automatically. Wow! At DirtyMagazines.XXX. That's my recommendation. Go there, check that out. Two recommendations: one, head to that website. Two, mm-hmm. check out Joe's podcast. Yeah, Doctor Sex Reese on the iHeartMedia app or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, wherever you get them. Yeah, not just I listen to it on the app. I wanted to support you more. Oh. So I listened to it on the app and found a lot of great stuff there on the iHeartMedia app. Did you like the um, six minutes of unrelated commercials with wildly fluctuating sound levels before? The yeah, I, I, I honestly started? thought the loud McDonald's commercial was part of the show. <laughs> yeah. It was my favorite part, actually, was the loud McDonald's commercial. Oh, man. I also wanted to support you, Joe. So I went down to iHeart and listened to it there. Oh, you had them <laughs> played in the lobby? Yeah. No, no, not in the lobby. I I got a little area. Oh. A listen a listening the area. Conference room? I gave him a call. I we called our <laughs> I I went ahead and called our friend Chuck mm-hmm. from uh, stuff he should know. Yeah. He works down there at iHeart. Yeah. I said, Hey Chucky. I said, but give me a little area. I want to listen to Joe's podcast. Doctor Sex Reese show. It's like going down to Sam Goody and put it on the headphones. <laughs> oh my god. Goody well, got it. That I that a real old memory gets actually accessed. Yeah. Wow. I have not thought about that in a very long time. Remember going down the old Sam Goody, listening to some of your favorite CDs. People were lined up. You could yeah, you put on the headphones. And yeah, listening station to it. I I, I I didn't really have Sam Goody, but Virgin Virgin Records and Tower Records were. I was in the neighborhood. I was heading over to Streetlight. Mm. I didn't yeah, really yeah, have yeah. Sam sure. Goody. Guys. Uh, Thanks for listening to Jordan Jesse Go Where? The Warehouse. <laughs> uh, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org for your voice memos. Our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, on the stream is Valerie Moffat. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design, and Light in the Attic Records. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Jordan Morris, Jordan underscore Morris, that is, and at Jesse Thorne. You can find us on Instagram uh, at Jordan David Morris and at put.this.on. Uh, that A with a little circle around it is called an at. Uh, that's it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.